You know, I hear a lot of people talk about how they usually record things either in like a small room or a closet, like directly talking into a bunch of clothing or you know, something soft to kill the noise. But I wonder how many people are doing what I'm doing right now, which is talking into the back cushions of my living room couch with a blanket slung over my head and microphone <laughs> just to try and keep cat noise and other sounds out of this echoing fucking living room. <sighs> anyway, welcome to Derazzled, the show that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. Except for today, yet again. Uh, if you listened last time, you know that we are uh, in between seasons right now. This is the second of our episodes of deleted scenes from season one. Uh, this is going to include clips taken from the last four episodes of the season, starting with the uh, the, the this year's Razzie Awards episode. One difference, we are not going to be using horse noises this time. Uh, I think that was a little bit jarring. <laughs> it came in a little bit hot more so than I intended uh, in the uh, in the final edit. So I'm going to go with cat noises this time. We're going to break up the individual sound bits and uh, and recordings with some cat noises. Make that a little bit more pleasant for everybody. I think that'll be good. Uh, a few production notes real quick. I know that I had said that we were going to start season two two weeks after this episode. But as I also mentioned last time, I was recovering from COVID. Uh, I'm now negative. I've been back to work for over a week, but I'm still dealing with some uh, health issues that have arisen after the fact. And Jack is currently recovering from COVID. So in order to get us both back on our feet, we're going to delay the start of season two until July 5th. Now, that does not mean we're not going to be active or doing anything. Um, as you may already know, by the time this episode comes out, we have already done a... Uh, watch along for what will be our season two premiere for the Emoji Movie. Uh, you can expect that episode to come out on July 5th. And we are also, as I mentioned before, expanding the second unit uh, into a more frequent and focused thing. And one of the ways we're doing that is by tackling a new series within the second unit, Development Hell. Uh, so we're going to be focusing in on some films that have lingered in Development Hell for God knows how long and try and figure out... Uh, why that happens in a lot of cases and try to figure out where some of these things went wrong and, or, or what some of those films would have looked like. And we're going to start with uh, with one that I'm personally interested in, which is The Amory Wars, uh, the adaptation that Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be producing uh, of the sci-fi story of the Coheed and Cambria albums and comic books. Uh, so that should be coming out July 19th, I believe, uh, if I've got my dates right. If you have any specific development hell stories that you think are particularly fascinating and would like to hear us tackle or just would like to learn more about, uh, send us an email to derazzledpodcast at gmail.com and we would be happy to take a further look into those. Uh, it is a topic that I'm personally really interested in and Jack's interested in. Uh, so we're really excited to expand the second unit with that particular series, as well as a couple other series that will be delving into some of the side categories and whatnot of the Razzies over the years. Uh, in addition to that, we have a couple of guest spots coming up. Uh, we're going to be recording this month uh, guest spots on You Hate to See It, which was the first podcast we had ever guested on, and we're excited to go back and 
uh, do another round with them. And we will also be recording uh, right smack in the middle of the month, a guest spot on the Cultworthy Classic. Uh, we are uh, so thrilled to be able to work with Antonio Palacios again. And uh, we're going to be digging into the movie Joe. Uh, from, I believe, 1970. So that's going to be a lot of fun to do something that's way outside of the normal purview of what we're we're usually covering here. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, as always, please follow us on uh, social media, on Twitter, at DerazzledPod, on Facebook, at DerazzledPodcast, on Instagram, at Derazzled underscore podcast, and on TikTok, at Dullboy underscore Jack. Uh, you can find our Twitch page at DerazzledDullboyJack. Uh, please spread the word about the show. Please continue to rate and review the show uh, on Good Pods, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you can possibly do that so more people are able to discover us. And uh, we will be back in July to Razzle Dazzle Ya. Um, you know how I'm really bad at acronyms? Yeah. Uh, I want to assume SRS is some real sass. Joe Face. We got a comment. We did? Mm-hmm. Some real, re- yes, that's what I said, uh, some real sass. Sass. So, c- serious. They keep, they keep writing that's, sass. That's, that's, that's Becca. That's <laughs> Maybe a, like a, a key stuck. Using <laughs> sass. No, it's, it's, it's serious. There's no R in sass, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, if we move the pop filter closer to the mic. Yeah. Yeah, and then you want to be talking into the part of the mic with that has, like, the little, little like, clover-looking logo facing toward you. Talk to the clover. Yeah, basically. Talk to the clover. Okay. There we go. Okay, Jack. Talk to the clover. Talk to the clover. Talk to, talk, talk to the clover. Talk to the clover. Fuck that clover. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck that clover's feet. <laughs> Sorry, lick that clover's feet. But, yeah. <laughs> Is it weird that I'd be more comfortable fucking than licking a foot? No. No. Hmm. Mouth versus, like, genitals? <laughs> so you're saying is my genitals are a lost cause anyway, so... No. <laughs> Boom. Take that, Jack's junk. <laughs> n- n- no, one you taste and one is just... Hey, hey Mo. Uh. <laughs> something you, you can... Much easier to wash. Feet. Genitals don't have a taste. This <laughs> is going bad. I'm going to shut up now. Let's, let's go ahead and start the episode before you... Uh... Use all the brain cells? Yeah. Save that half a brain cell. You can join, by the way. You just have to turn your volume down. But when I join, it pops me up there, and I don't want to. Oh, okay. Oh, is that what it does? Yeah. It yeah, like, it basically, like, it, it like joins our... Screen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, like, but... combines our our viewers. Anyway. Anyway. We all good? We're all recording? We're all recording? good. We're set. We're ready to go. All right, so... I actually really hate paper clips. It's just, like, one of those things I don't... I do not like paper clips. I mean, be- because of the pee hole thing, or <laughs> just in general? <laughs> no, no, they're good for that. But the... <laughs> Discovering new kinks. <laughs> Not when, to yuck anyone's yum if you're into sounding. Just I, it sounds like a bad idea with a paperclip. I do like the 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 black ones that have the wings. Those are fine. That like 
Oh, like the like the the, the clampy ones. Yes, we're all doing the duck hands. Yeah, the, 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 yes. cl- the little clampy, clampy. Yeah, those duck are fine. Boys. Those are fine. Yeah. Paper clips. You can maybe hold three pieces of paper together, and that's it. You either yeah. you, like just skip it. Just skip it. Go with the staple. Like commit. Yeah. Go with the staple or go with the duck hands. I agree. Go with the duck hands. <laughs> but the, well, let's um. Uh, somewhat related. So Rob taught us the magic of uh, of VPL during yeah, the cat's yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah, penis line. Uh, it's just before I was leaving the house to come here. Becca showed me an ad that she got from Walmart in her Facebook feed uh-huh. that is just straight up like a like a dude's crotch area wearing shorts as low as you can possibly wear them, and there's just like it's not even visible penis line. It is uh-huh. just straight up like. Cock sheathed in gym short, <laughs> combined with like it's a solo that you've just got full cum gutters going on. Just like <laughs> the the degree, like I could see the outline of this penis so thoroughly from across the living room on her, the screen of her phone. That's so. It, it's for Walmart. For Walmart. That's bizarre. Yeah. Okay, Walmart. I but, hope it was an intern. It's like you know what, my last day. This is going in there. <laughs> uh, so, I can't fucking take it here anymore. I won't. I, 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 we can't unionize. I'm getting paid for shit. My manager's a piece of garbage. I'm uh, here. We go. This is my. This is my swan song. <laughs> um, we have a question from Maurice Charles. Maurice Mo Mo. Um, so he he was asking or is asking. Um, women have shown up for Twilight and for Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, is there a you, you are now answering for all women everywhere. Uh, is there a consensus on um, Nymphomaniac, which is a large Van Trier film, part one and two? I haven't watched it yet. Uh, uh, it's a two-parter? <laughs> it is a two-parter. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have. Uh, I have watched it. It's been a minute. I very much enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but now I'm trying to think back because there are a lot of things that I – watch or read that I know are unhealthy, but I enjoy anyway. Sure. So I'm trying to think back to um, give it more of a critique versus than just saying, like, yeah, it was hot. But there's... There... <laughs> have you have um, you heard from other friends that you have their opinion on it? Is it just like you, the pervert, has watched the movie about... <laughs> I... It might be just me, the pervert, okay. that's watched it, but I suspect that now... So... Twilight, well, no. Uh, Fifty Shades, that was a bit of a 14, I guess. Uh, Fifty Shades, I think, is one of the first, like, mainstream acceptable taboos to, like, read and watch. But Nymphomaniac, I Mm. think, is still to the point in, like, our sexuality where it's still repressed that nobody wants to admit that they have watched it. I think Hmm. not even just Nymphomaniac, but, like, Lars van Trier in general, is a little bit more underground than the average movie goer is going to see. I mean, he's he very often is trying to delve into taboo subjects yeah. and pushing envelopes and so he, on and so forth. He's a, that movie he is a true <laughs> troll. Like, he's a troll, yeah. Um, love him or hate him. Yeah, I'm, I think we've gotten a fuck Von Trier on the show once or twice I'm here sure, or there. I'm <laughs> sure. I, I It depends on the movie for me. Yeah. There are movies I, of his I like. There's other ones I'm like, oh, come on, man. Um <laughs> That's one of the reasons I haven't watched Nymphomaniac because I'm like, are you, are you gonna, is this gonna upset me? Where are you, J- Lars? 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 You want to say you're descendant of Hitler again? No. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> He's a little troll. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I um, what we need to do is get a bunch of our our femme friends sit down and have a like six hour nymphomaniac marathon. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a thing that everyone will yep. enjoy. <laughs> the screams were heard from blocks away. Uh, well, are we watching? Great. Are we watching? It, it, we're not having orgy porgy. It's... <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we're hearing screams. Like, is this something that's happening? No, in the it's. House? I I've not seen the movie other than the posters. Um, so I assume it's going to be a lot of uncomfortable. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Hey, uh, before we get to. <laughs> I already had like a lot of really good con- discussion before we even started the episode. I know, right? Um, <laughs> can, can we hold for sound? Yeah, I'm not sure if anybody can hear that or if it's being picked up, but there's definitely a cat clawing at something in the other room. I don't think it's cat clawing. I think it's the squirrels. Oh, God oh, damn it. Oh, I forgot about the squirrels. Well, there's nothing we can do about that without violence. I'm... I'm not even sure if it's being picked it's up by the being mics, picked up. It's just it's just pissing me off. Yeah, that's fair. Like I I'm noticing it, but I don't know if like the if <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Sapona <laughs> just went out on the porch. We have some, we have some scrolls in the um uh, overhang of the Yeah, um, like in your like your front porch awning thing. Yeah. yeah. And I just slapped the mailbox. <laughs> They're the most obnoxious little fuckers. Sure. Um, Especially when you're home alone and all you hear is knock, knock, knock. Yeah, I'm like watching knock, like knock, some knock, like knock. murder movie <laughs> on Shutter, and then it's just like. Uh, I'm trying to watch Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer for the fourth time this week. <laughs> this is amazing comedy. Henry <laughs> Portrait of a Serial Killer. Uh, he tied up and murdered that woman. Hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a callback. Yeah. Thank you, Raphael. Watch the Bronx. movie's called More Butter. <laughs> I don't understand that. Right. Uh, there's a movie called Bronson in which he is uh, based on a true story, um, where he just likes to beat the shit out of people. So he'll he's strip, an extremely violent man. Extremely violent man. He's a, he's the world's most expensive prisoner because he caused so much like financial damage while he was in prison. There are multiple scenes of him just beating the hell out of cops and prison guards and he likes to get completely nude and butter himself up or oil himself up. So they can't get a good grip on him? Yeah. It's just like a a greased pig (laughs) with his dick flopping around. Just full frontal Tom Hardy in this movie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bald and like mustached. mustached. Mm. (laughs) Such a good movie. Um Anyway, yeah, you I know what? I'll be doing this when I do an all-nighter. There you oh. go. I, I like put a list of or a bunch of movies behind me that like Google suggested that for BDSM, and I forgot to put Bronson. Uh, <laughs> not thinking. Do you own it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. So, that's that's how we watched it. I think yeah. a few years ago. It's like whenever I first uh, moved in with Nate Fessler, we watched Drive, which is Nicholas Winding Refn, and then whenever we hung out. Bronson. Bronson. <laughs> it's, it's a different <laughs> Nicholas Winding Refn uh, film yeah. for roommate. We have, I guess we'll watch Bronson. God damn it. Let's get through this fucking yes. plot. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck this movie. <laughs> God damn it. I have to pee so bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's only been almost two hours, so. <laughs> um, no, thank you for, for being so... Um, yeah, yeah. Becca tuned in just in time for uh, to hear you say like we gotta get we have to go faster. This is gonna be this is already so long. Yeah, um, I will get to Mo has a question about whether the acting uh, should have been campy. 
do, do you feel do you feel the film being very campy in performance detracts from what should it be more intimate approach to BDSM? I don't think the movie's campy. I don't either. Uh, does this encourage sugar daddies and mamas? Um, which are two separate questions. Um, um, which we'll we'll get. I gotta, we'll get, get we'll get we'll get to it. I'm gonna eat a note of butter. Ooh. Or uh, uh, wait, is that what they are? Do you want one? Whatever it is. Yes, please. They're these things. <laughs> oh yeah, no, these are delicious. Uh, Becca just commented, I'm so glad I tuned in just in time to hear Joe yell about how there wasn't enough dick in this movie for the <laughs> second time today. Because I did yell about this when I got home oh, from work. Funny. There wasn't, there should have been dick. I'm just, yep. I'm, I'm, I will die on this hill. Yes. Of, of the many hills that I will die on. I'll be this right is, there with you. On this, this is one. one of them. Hell yeah. Ah, plastic noises. <laughs> oh, it's a good hill, honey, she says. <laughs> we are all here for more dick. <laughs> that should just be the letter we write to E.L. James. I just, I don't understand how you take something that is both sexy and taboo and make it so boring and make it so tedious and frustrating. <laughs> I know. Also, the book so overuses the phrase Fifty Shades. Yes. One thing, when I started reading it, he quotes uh, Carnegie in it, in like the first chapter. What, say that again? Uh, Andrew Carnegie mm -hmm. is quoted in Fifty Shades, in the very first chapter. Yep. <laughs> that, uh, okay, well I'm going to need to hear about that in a minute. I forgot about that. Andrew Carnegie, the self-help? writer or Andrew Carnegie, the industrialist douchebag? Industrialist douchebag. Yeah. So what was the quote about? Something about like success. It was when It was during the interview, right? Mm hmm And she was like, to what do you owe your success? And she was like, that just sounds like luck. And he was like I don't believe in luck. I find the luckier I get comes with the harder I work. Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie. Completely different dude. Ah. How to win friends and influence people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've read... Uh, it's actually a really good book. It, the title's well. goofy, but... Um, it's it's like if your grandfather sat you down and was just like, here's how to not be a douchebag. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Grandpa. My own grandfather was the reverse. He's sat me down and taught me how to be a douchebag. <laughs> how to lose friends and alienate people. <laughs> right. Mm, that sweet, sweet audio spike from the can opening. Oh. Oh. It didn't hurt my ears. It was just I was literally just the waveform. What time are we at? 
<laughs> do you want, do you want to know? Yeah. Uh, well, we're we we're just about to hit an hour thirty two. Okay. Again, it's fine. I'm gonna be we we have a bunch of like side conversation and tangents that I'm going to like be chopping and screwing and putting in the deleted scenes folder. Well, I was so. like, do we need to record a? This is a two part. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is maybe. <laughs> well, we'll play it. We'll play it by ear. I don't think that's going to be necessary, but I am. If I if I can get it down to like two hours and fifteen minutes, it's not becoming a two parter. Okay. People can pull off a good pair of jeans. Don't get me wrong, but whenever. Mm, Damn, I had like a more complete thought on it. It. If it was true to the king scene, it would have been a guilt. A kilt. It would have been, probably would have been the a kilt. A kilt. A kilt, a kilt, a kilt huh. could have could have worked. Uh, I feel like he might have actually been able to pull off a kilt. He could have pulled off a kilt. No. Okay, I got it. So. I did have a crush on my. Uh, was it my sixth grade math teacher? Which is weird now. I hope he doesn't watch this because he's my friend on Facebook. All my <laughs> teachers were decidedly unsexy. But he was just like, when I was Pretty good in English teacher. sixth grade, he was just like the young, cute guy. Yeah, teach me the crucible. Hell yeah. And <laughs> honestly, that was probably the only year I was good at math ever in my life. But Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he was also a really good teacher. Uh, I think we already have. <laughs> oh, great. Good night. <laughs> I mean, with who we would cast... Uh, we said who you would cast. Yeah. We, we we have yeah we have we have some suggestions for who you would cast. We we, we... I'm gonna sit on something soft for okay. a second. That's probably a good idea. I, I just want to rewatch Secretary. Have you seen it? I have not seen Secretary. That is pretty good. I was a little worried about rewatching it because it it's from the '90s and I didn't know how the consent aspect was gonna work. Sure. Um, it probably helps that I watch Fifty Shades first because by comparison, there's like a single scene that I'm like. Um, but and way less nudity, and so much hotter. And I'm I'm like I'm I know some people find like James Spader super fucking sexy. I don't, but I'm like mm, you're pretty good guy. I mean, I I kind of get it. I get like, it. He's get he's it. not exactly my type either. But mm-hmm. like I can see I can see it a little yeah. bit. I think I think it's in like his overall air. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a a confidence. Uh, Becca Becca pointed out uh, I do not have a dick, but surely having an erection pressing against a jean zipper would not feel pleasant. Can confirm. Can confirm. Can confirm. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Uh, I've definitely, god damn it, we're live. Uh, I've definitely like dry humped <laughs> a like raw spot into my dick. <laughs> oh god. I mean, chafing is a chafing's a yeah. motherfucker. Like. Listen, it, it's you know it's high school. Oh, especially you've had, then you just you've do, had a you have had a sex. And you just don't know any better. Yeah, you you just you just chafe raw, and, <laughs> and then you learn. From, you just learn from that. And you're just like can't can't wear pants. Can't wear pants for a while. Yeah, but then you have to. You have to because like laws and schools. There's not. There's you yeah. can't get like a doctor's note. And be like mm, can't wear pants. Got chafe. Got, got chafe dick. Dick Jake. Got, got, got that, that. <laughs> God damn it. Not that I, I don't, I still, you know, I'm older, but I still appreciate a good dry hump. 
Not for hours. No. Not, oh, God. Not, not for to, hours. Not to, like, no. Chafe a hole into my wiener, but. <laughs> the Razzle bringing you quality entertainment since last <laughs> June. September? Uh, last September, September for like for public release, but. <sighs> if she crash, it's another James Spader where he's hot. Crash, mm. crash, crash, crash. Wait, wait. It's Cronenberg. Oh, I was going to say, you mean Cronenberg crash. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I have not. No, the Oscar-winning. The uh, not-at-all-Scientology problem crash. Uh, <laughs> God. It, no, I have, I have not seen Cronenberg's uh, crash. Though we have mentioned it multiple times, and I'm aware of it. I know what it's about, and I, I, I kind of do want to see it. You ever want to see Casey Jones get hard to watching car accidents? Wait, it's... Fucking Elias Coteus or whatever his I name so. is. Pretty sure. Yeah, now I very much want to watch that. Uh, I want to see this. I've been trying to record my volume a little bit lower than than, than everyone else's just because I'm fucking loud and it just doesn't make a fucking difference. Well, I could be wrong. Let me see. Could also be blind. Remember when so, people... that's a pull quote. Just sex and car crashes. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, no, you got it right. He's on, yeah, it? he's okay. on there. I'll put that on the pervert pile. <laughs> Just right beside Hellraiser and American Psycho. Oh man, we haven't made a single Hellraiser joke this whole time. Who are we? I was I was really trying to find a movie. Um, I was talking blown about this. We were trying to find. What song are we breaking? Mm-hmm. Oh. Are we ready? No, I was like, I was gonna sing something soft, and instead I sat on the toilet. So was... <laughs> not much of a. You can grab something for your butt if you want. Yeah, if you can grab a sure pillow or something. I have one. It's too big. We can it switch. Work. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't care. Um, change places. Did you grab it, shit? <laughs> About shit myself. <laughs> Sorry. I'm uh, glad I just got everybody. I adjusted my dick on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just moving. I would. Oh. Yeah. What? Here, here. <laughs> were you watching? I don't know what you were doing, but it wasn't working. I'm tired. Oh, that's soft. That's nice. Oh, it has armrests, so I can it, sit like a real has, gay now. It has armrests. Wait, what was that? I can sit like a real gay now. There you go. <laughs> um, sit in chairs wrongly. I mean, as as as, as a bisexual, yep. I, yep, yep, yep. I mean, I, I've been I, that should have been my first sign that I'm, I've been incapable of sitting in chairs correctly from a very young age. Yep. So true. Uh, Maurice brings up the movie Caligula. Oh man! Uh, which I, I, I know it's not a Razzie thing, but like I kind of would love to do for this show. Was it? Was it not nominated for any Razzie? Wait, when I did it come out? Seven, late seventies. I could. Oh, wrong. that's why. Wrong. Um, wait, did it get any stinkers? Could be. Could have gotten some stinkers. Uh, that's something to look into. I. For years, have said that Helen Mirren is my like 
grandma crush. <laughs> For re- no, that's legit. Yeah. Like Helen Mirren's gorgeous. Has always been yeah, gorgeous. Has always will been gorgeous. always be gorgeous. And Just like the one time somebody was like, "So how does it feel to be sexualized as a woman?" And she ripped his throat out and drank his blood. Good. It was great. It was great. It was like the seventies too. So it was like, oh, I think I've seen that yeah. interview. Yeah, she just eviscerates this guy. Yeah, it's just, it's. Fantastic. I was like, I I respect what you're saying, but also I, that was hot as well. But also, I'm like very turned on right now. Um, oh, I can. Do you want me to start? I can start yelling at you. Not at me. <laughs> at, I, at, at, if, at reporters. If you at sexist Hollywood reporters, especially sexist Hollywood reporters, but like really, if you oh, I'm not going to end up in Hollywood. Eviscerate um, anything to do with the patriarchy. I'm like, uh, I'm pretty, uh, pretty yeah. Now this makes sense. Uh, I had a point. Oh, I was trying to find a movie where the woman was the dom and the man was a sub. Good fucking luck. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure that it's either so obscure that you, you'd have a ton of trouble finding out without extensive right. research, or it hasn't happened. Um, or it's just legit a straight-up porno. Or that. It, it, I found a lot of... That's the problem, is like you go to to search it, and it's like, porn? 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 I'm like, porn? not right now. <laughs> just a bunch of seagulls go by, porn? Porn? Yeah. Porn? Porn? I've summoned the gulls. <laughs> oh, no. The porn the gulls are back. Gulls. The sex gulls. I would absolutely watch that book band. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay let's let's, uh, let's do this all right is this the final brain so i think we're past that i mean yeah but is this the final this is the final act. this will yeah. be the final yeah. act yeah because grandma's about to turn into a yam over here into a yam i got my titties let's go uh mo was saying he, he he enjoys rules of attraction and the greatest uh vanderbeek film which is true that's just nice. hands down um okay uh oh my god there's a moment in college where i was watching i was like sitting down with my friend vicky uh we were watching rolls of attraction like like i said there's a lot of sex in the movie and we knew at some point my roommate steve's dad was going to show up to like pick him up for dinner or whatever sure but we didn't know when and then uh i'm like no worries like we'll just like turn the movie off when it gets here if it gets weird so like we heard a knock at the door and then we hit pause instead of stop. And what we did not know was that Steve had given his dad a key. a key. So he opens it up. Vicky and I are like hanging out on the couch platonically. Sure. Uh, and but there's the... Vanderbeek's like O face on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, like, and he, he knew Vicky because his son and her had gone to like high school together. Okay. So he's like, hey, Vicky. Hi, Steve's roommate. And I was like, hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Steve's dad. I know who I want to direct it. No. I had to Google it, but Ryan Murphy, who wrote Scream Queens and American Horror Story. Hmm. No. We like Scream Queens. He was a showrunner. A showrunner doesn't necessarily do the best at directing solo projects. And didn't he also do some other shit? I think he did He did a couple, like, musical things that I couldn't give a fuck about. I, he, we'll make him a consultant. Okay. He's a pervert, so that would help. 
<laughs> That's true. American uh, horrors. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I like the idea Scream, of Ryan please. Murphy being a consulting pervert. Well, like, here's just, the thing: if you get, I will be your consulting pervert. <laughs> just Belinda and Ryan Murphy. Listen, just... here's here's the thing: I'm scared of, of right. You have Ryan Murphy, who's a gay, creepy pervert, uh-huh. and you have Brady Snellis, who's a great gay, creepy pervert, and you put those two together. That that child imbalanced. is going to be fucking bizarre. Yeah, no, you. I, I think you need someone who's not another gay, creepy pervert to balance things out. Clive Barker. Oh no, no. <laughs> Anastasia, I have such sights to show you. <laughs> Jesus. Wept. Would that make me the third gay, creepy? You would not want to be on that set at that point, but you could be. No, I think a a female gay creepy pervert would be uh, would be different. <laughs> that that's but at least you, a different perspective to add in. You being on set, that's the movie. <laughs> like you being, because like by creepy pervert, I don't mean like <laughs> creepy pervert. I mean like Jesus wept, creepy pervert. Yeah, like blood and knives and guts, creepy. <laughs> it looked like you were passing the fuck out as I spoke. I was trying not to. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Mo had it. He also did Glee. Uh, Ryan Murphy. Ew. What a twist. If I was like, I knew there was something I, that was like oh my God. campy and theatrical. Yeah. Is Glee just like, is like Scream Queens just the like. Pervy version of Glee. Yeah, I mean, that's Glee, absolutely what. To be fair, is. Glee is the pervy version of Glee. I never watched Glee. Don't Glee. I is, will never forgive it for what it for what it did to Rocky I Horror. I don't like musicals. I didn't know that they did a Rocky Horror episode. Don't. It's fucking atrocious. R.I.P. Jack. R.I.P. Um. Moving on. <laughs> uh. Would you hand me? A, 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 anything over there for me to fuck with? Thank you. I figured uh, fucking around with a box cutter is probably not the way we want to yeah, go. Yeah, don't don't do that. No. Uh, for those of you on the live stream, I need to have like a thing to help articulate in my hand, which is normally a pencil or a paintbrush, something, something, yeah. a fidget thing, a fidget thing. But a box <laughs> cutter is probably not the way to go. We'll, we'll uh, see. We'll see how the episode goes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I got to go back and rewatch that. Just it's been so long. I, is it on HBO right now? I don't know because when I had to watch Batman and Robin, we had to watch on Hulu. We did have to watch that on Hulu. Oh god damn it. Yeah. Uh, uh and you know how like when you start to type in an address um like the last time you used like those first four letters, it'll just take it'll you just there. Just take you right there. So I'm like Hulu and it's like Hulu backslash ba- Batman and Robin? No. <laughs> no. 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 Bad. Stop that. <laughs> just trying to watch what we do in the shadows <laughs> oh, we finished season one yesterday oh, yeah. it's so good I, love it. I was so happy to see like uh the the new zealand vampires come back in the trial yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. that was so fun I, also all those other cinematic vampires uh, blade or on a bad skype call yeah <laughs> take what didi has no right to be as good as he is he is Oh God! We'll we'll talk a little bit more about Taika later in the episode. Yeah. Actually. Oh yeah, we will. yeah. Right. Uh, uh, after we finish this, we do have a little other thing to discuss. But all right, <laughs> I still need to see that. I you don't. I don't. I have never watched it. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to. 
I no, I'm genuinely curious. Like I actually do want to see it. Because uh, that's the one that that's the one that Simon Pegg co-wrote, right? Am I thinking of the right one? I'm thinking of the one uh, from like the 2000s. Oh no, you're right. I'm completely mistaken. I'm thinking Kelvin Star Trek Beyond is. The yeah, one that's the one I'm thinking um, of. It was fine if you um, like dirt bikes in your Star Trek. Am I remembering that correctly? Do some six stunts, yeah. There's way more like actiony shit in it. Than I yeah, no, I mean it's done by an action director, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, leathers. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's being upgraded to town pervert. I just said I don't know. Community I just pervert. Community, sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you... We've uh, had an election, <laughs> and the people have spoken. <laughs> You are now our town's pervert. She has an office down in the in the city county building. It's <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> well, of course, they're not going to put that in an easily accessible place. Mm. When when we were in college, uh, I, I I did some theater work with an amateur group called Tossed and Turned. Oh, I remember Tossed and Turned. Uh, yeah, that's actually one. Uh, that's where Scott and I really started to become better friends. Right. Uh, was through Tossed and Turned, and uh, Scott wrote a one act play. Uh, for one of our like spring like one act series and he and uh he put a line in there because it was all very meta about like the 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 we're talking about scott like scott Scott, yeah like uh, like our scott like our scott scott mcgrath our our director of photography with ramming speed pictures who was on our saving christmas episode um and he yeah he wrote he wrote a one act play that was very meta about like the the uh, the organization and whatnot. And at one point he uh, he he put it in a line about how friends don't let friends method act. And it is it was reliably every performance a big laugh line for the audience. Thank you for sharing that. I was not aware of that yeah. story. Ah <laughs> oh, God, I I'd, I'd forgotten about toss and turn. Yeah, it was fun. Anyway, <laughs> that's the end of that thought. Uh, fuck, what was the like maid that shows up in two scenes? Doris? Oh, yeah, like Doris or something? Like, who the fuck was she? <laughs> Honestly, I really like that because I'm like, how the fuck is Alfred doing all of this shit? Yeah, no, himself? I do like that there's actually a nod to like, no, it's not Alfred doing fucking everything. Yeah. And just like, thank you, thank you for that. I've but. always thought like, there's no way this old man is dusting every single fucking room <laughs> in Wayne Manor. Yeah, for real. Uh, so Doris, uh, five out of five. Would <laughs> Hell yes. Good lord. Downtown. Or or like everybody just kind of commits to like being each other's palanquin, with the exception of no one sitting in it. You're just using it as cover. Hmm. Hmm. So everyone's all like collectively, all the time. All the time carrying a palanquin as head cover. What if? No, that's just a big umbrella that everyone's having to carry. This is a <laughs> just dumb idea. That. What are those things stupid. that they have at airports that like are kind of like fast walky runway things? Oh, like the move, like the moving walkways. Yeah, we have those on every sidewalk uh, that clear away the, the people who've been yeah. thrown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's... Oh, so you can get kind of Futurama with this then. So they okay, so uh-huh. you, so so they land. Mm-hmm. It has to detect that it's like the body is obviously gonna lay there and be present for a little while because either because obviously if you're throwing somebody off of a roof, you're trying to send a message. So you have to give somebody a, time, a little bit of time to see, to catch the message it... and for the conveyor belt to determine. Oh, this has no vitals. So right, so if right. you just decide to take a nap mm-hmm. on the sidewalk, 
you don't it's want it's not it's not it's it's not sweeping you off into the like uh kill machine um, or like mulcher com- compost composter it's not composting <laughs> you at the end of the block i just <laughs> tried to take a nap and here i am feeding vegetables yeah woke up dead camp in a garden i only had a nickel for every time I'm, f- I'm gonna haunt these fucking cucumbers <laughs> just this got dark I'm really in a secret window these fucking <laughs> <laughs> no it all comes back to john totoro baby <laughs> as it should as everything should uh well so this is our secret pitch for <laughs> for secret window two <laughs> for secret window two. <laughs> oh god i didn't i didn't think we were gonna do any of this today uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry just watching my cat Try to negotiate her way through the sound blank. Yeah, she was having a rough she time there. She got real. Well. She got real confused. Uh, so moving on. Now that we have. Now that we have. Um, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, and you're welcome. Uh, so now that we. Now that we have accomplished this, uh, there was one other thing that we wanted to talk about. Uh, so the first teaser for Taika Waititi's uh, Thor: Love and Thunder just dropped the other day. Uh, if you have not watched it and you are one to watch trailers and whatnot, fucking watch it because it slaps. Cool. It's yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah. cool. that The scene where uh, where Star-Lord is like giving his impassioned speech yeah. about like, you know, being with the people you love or whatever and <laughs> and you see him looking at the Guardians and then Chris Hemsworth just like slowly yeah. comes into frame staring at him longingly. Uh, it's so somebody, good. Somebody pointed out how incredible <laughs> Incredible it is that there's some like mild queer coding happening. Yes, yes, uh, with Chris Pratt, who's not a confirmed homophobe, but is like the thinnest short hair away from being confirmed as a homophobe. At the very least, attends a church that is highly homophobic. highly homophobic. Yeah, uh, and then you have jolly ass goddamn Chris Helmsworth. And Chris Helmsworth, and up, just, ha- God damn it! You do that every I time. I will <laughs> never not call him Helmsworth. Uh, <laughs> With Taika Waititi, who just gaze up everything. I know. It's uh, great. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Um, I hope they didn't even have Chris Pratt that day. It was it was, it was stand-in. <laughs> and then he... It's, it's all spliced together. Yeah. So he had no idea it was no happening. No idea. Oh, my God. That'd be funny as hell. Uh, but, you know, the big, the, the big reveal at right. the end of this trailer is our first look at uh, the Mighty Thor... Mm-hmm. Played by uh, Nat- mild spoil- spoilers. Miles, I mean the if, mildest. This is like the the mildest of spoilers. Is the mighty Thor as portrayed by Natalie Portman? Yeah. Which, if you saw, which if you saw the uh, Comic Con Hall H panel from three fucking years ago, <laughs> where they announced this movie, you know that Natalie Portman's coming back for this movie. Mm-hmm. You saw her holding uh, a Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. On the stage that was like, as like Taika Waititi got down on one knee and presented it to her. Yeah. Like, we knew this was happening. Like, uh, like a, a female version of Thor, Dr. Jane Foster as Thor yeah. has existed in pop culture since 2014. So this, it, it's a relatively quick jump for it to make it from the comics to this. Marvel's or to the, or to the big that, screen. though. Marvel's been using their more modern storylines. True, quicker. I mean, hence you know, hence uh, uh, Sam as Sam as Cap as Captain America. Even Winter Soldier's uh, storyline is not that old. 
Really? By comic book form. Okay. Oh, I guess it was considering Captain America is one of the fucking oldest comics on the face of the right, planet, yeah. too. Relatively. Yeah. Relatively. Um, but, uh, so, that yeah. came out when we were in college. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that recent. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. I learned something today. So, what gets me about this? So, you see. Uh, you see Natalie Portman in the Thor getup, like mm-hmm. with the helmet, with the wings, holding the, the reconstructed Mjolnir, and with just like fucking biceps for days. Like she could bench press me. Which I I, ha- I didn't notice because I was looking at how cool her helmet is. Oh, yeah, the, the, so I needed the, to rewatch yeah, it again. Like the cost the costuming on her is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's exactly as it is in the comics. Yeah, but like. She's clearly been working out for this. Like, oh my god! <laughs> the, like her arms are big, especially when you do like a side by side comparison of like a regular shot, like like, like, like that Hall H Comic Con right, shot right, of right, her right. versus now. It's like, damn, girl been lifted. <laughs> um, so a lot of people have been watching this, and their immediate response, like, there. I mean, there's been a giant outcry of like, holy shit, this rules. Yeah. Which, yes, of course there is, but there's also been a bit of a sexist response, too, where people see Lady Thor yeah, uh, and and think, oh, they're ruining the MCU. Oh, this feels so fucking forced. Some people have actually been going on and claiming to be done with the M-she-you, as they've been putting it. My boy, if you think Disney's going to give a single fuck about losing your money they already own your soul seriously (laughs) you try to go a day without not watching something that disney doesn't have its gloved watching or consuming Uh or yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i live in your wallet (laughs) you have no idea what i could do to you (laughs) i control the purse strings motherfucker (laughs) Uh, well. <laughs> this is how we get sued. <laughs> it oh good lord. The the idea that this is forced is particularly something that I take issue with. Because A, the this idea has been in the pop culture consciousness mm-hmm. for eight years. So is that when Jane Foster's character was introduced mm-hmm. into? Okay, that yeah, that's when they first that's when they first did that because I think the writer I forget like the name of the writer Jason who, Aaron. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, he took over. I was just reading about this earlier today. Mm-hmm. Like he took over Thor in 2012, okay. and he like seeded his way up. To he him. seeded mm-hmm. his way up to it over like seven years. Uh, that I think he was writing Thor, and he took he had this whole arc that he was mm-hmm. taking Thor through and as part of that he you know he lost his powers he became unworthy it was over a, a an event series called original sin which yes. was uh, but one of the upshots of that was because he became unworthy somebody else had became worthy yes. and that somebody else was Dr. Jane Foster and i think the way it goes in the story is that she she had cancer Yes, and she she had initially turned down any magical intervention, correct? Uh, but then she became worthy to wield Mjolnir and decided, I'm not going to pass this up. I'm going to do something good yeah. with this power. But the the um, I guess spoilers if you have not read any of this, or yeah. you know, and potentially if this is any if uh, if they go this route in the film, um, because it honestly could help explain why she's been gone for right, so right, long yeah. in the uh, in the MCU. 
um, uh, she when she transforms back from Thor into Jane Foster, she's set back to her default set of state of being. Yeah. So her all of her chemo has been reversed. Like all of her cancer treatments have been undone. So she doesn't want yeah. to give up the power of Thor, but it's also kind of killing her. Which is a harrowing fucking storyline to put someone through. And I'm I'm curious to see if they're going to do that because they kind of did Thor differently in yes. the MCU. So when Thor was first introduced way back, I think Journey into Mystery. Yeah. The way that uh, it worked was a, a normal mortal man found the Mjolnir. Yes. And when he picked it up, he was deemed worthy. Granted the power of Thor. And granted the power of Thor. So mm-hmm. Thor kind of like, not possessed him, but like became part of, I think his name was Donald something. Yeah, it was, it was something along those lines. Uh, and as the comic went on, it was, it was just Thor, like the mm-hmm. god, the Norse god Thor. Yes. Uh, they kind of like did away with the Thor ability joining with the human but because that's always been a part of his backstory, when Jane Foster picked it up, she was endowed with the power of Thor. Um, that she could activate and deactivate and hence correct. the impact yeah. on her cancer treatment. Which I think at that point, Thor Thor didn't revert back to becoming Donald, what's his name? He just, I think he, he just took just, on the moniker Odin's son. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the comic was like... Uh, Something that unworthy, unworthy Thor or something. I, I don't yeah. know. It was also written by Jason Aaron. Yeah, uh, and I do want to try to read that run before. I yeah, I would like. I would be interested in taking a taking a crack at that, like mm-hmm. reading through and seeing what that's all about. But it came out around the same time as Sam becoming Captain America. I think yeah. they both kind of had their origins stem from that event mm-hmm. series, which I'm a little bitter about, just because at the time it killed off Uatu the Watcher. Oh uh, shit! And it undid Nick Fury as Nick Fury. Oh wow! Because uh, they they wanted to push towards a more MCU accurate Nick Fury. Right. Which oh, I, so I guess this this was them shifting away from white Nick Fury. Yeah. Okay, that's in, that's interesting. But like, because I know it was only like particular universes. It was that where it was like the Sam Jackson Nick in Fury. The Ultimates universe. Yes. Uh, Sam Jackson was the Nick Fury there, and then they're like, but what? A, they they've since because of comic book magic done away with the Ultimate Universe. Keeping a handful of characters like like uh, him and like Miles Morales correct. and yeah, uh, but they're in in the main MCU six one six, the main Marvel Comics timeline six one six. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Nick Fury, which is like, yeah, I guess this tracks. Had a son mm-hmm. that he didn't know about, who was half black, mm-hmm. uh, also named Nick Fury. And they're like, Junior. yeah, basically they're like, and here's your new Nick Fury. <laughs> you like him because he's like Sam Jackson. And but now he's also David Hasselhoff's but son. Also, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we've, we've banished David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury to the moon. Whee! And I'm like, but I liked, I mean, you could have both. We could have both. I, Let them adventure together. There could be some great dramatic tension there because Nick yeah. Fury is... Very morally gray area, if even that. Hey, whatever you know, it's complex. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So, so there's a bunch of you know whiny piss babies having a problem with uh, with with uh, a woman being Thor because of a teaser. They are saying that it's forced, even though this isn't even revealing the fucking plot of anything. Yeah. It's just a fucking teaser. It's not like they're having Chris 
Hemsworth. You got it. There we go. Do like a cameo at the beginning and then fuck right off. No, he's like, in the whole fucking his movie. Do you really think Taika Waititi is going to completely like do away with with Chris Hemsworth? Like, no, he loves no. working with that man. <laughs> like the this movie felt the most like it was about Thor. Like just from the trailer, I'm like, this is about it's yeah. His no, this, journey. This teaser is entirely focused on it being about Thor, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Like it is about him giving up the superhero life and g- going to fuck off and discover himself in the yeah. universe and make out with blue-haired chicks. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Like it, like I like. What do you want? <laughs> like, oh. the, it, like I've I've always been a a nerdy comic fan person, and it's upsetting. You know, sometimes it was comic books, sometimes it was Star Wars, sometimes it was mm-hmm. like Gundam. Um, actually, I was like, I'm actually, Gundam, Gundam fandom's not that toxic. Uh, but like, Star Wars. I was gonna say, like, I don't remember ever hearing anything about no, the Gundam like, fandom like, getting particularly fucking bonkers. It's but... weird. Like the the newest show that they have announced, the protagonist is is female, and like the Gundam nerds were like, yeah, and I was like, sweet, that's nice, that's yeah. a nice change, good, yeah, fucking good. <laughs> uh, not gonna see fucking Gundam nerds like bullying a no. female actress off of a social media platform or something. I mean, we're we're used to disappointment. Like we've had our our fair of like <laughs> shitty shows. We're like, eh. and the thing about Gundam is like, there's always gonna be another one. So All right. Like, oh, you don't like that one? Give it a couple of years. <laughs> uh, but it's upsetting to be a comic book nerd, to be a nerd, and then the, to exist within that toxic fandom. Like that's one of the reasons I was kind of pushed away from Rick and Morty. Yeah, like, same. I like, really enjoyed that show. I fucking love that show. Hard to watch. Yeah, knowing like, how toxic the fans I, are. I still have not watched any of season five. Just I, I, I will. I, I will eventually, but like I'm not going out of my way to do it because the joy's like, kind of been taken out of it. There is a. Um, uh, this is completely separate to anything we've been discussing, <laughs> but like there, uh, there's been a bit of a resurgence of college humor. Oh really? Yeah, like they have a they have a, a subscription service called Dropout. Uh, it's actually fucking great. I would highly recommend anybody okay. like either like borrow a password from somebody or subscribe to this. But the, uh, a number of uh, a few years ago, they did a they did like a, a, a skit where Brendan Lee Mulligan is playing like the embodiment of the Rick and Morty fandom oh, of, of well, specifically the toxic Rick and Morty fandom. And it's uh, the bit is that it is. Uh, Somebody in a morph suit that is just Rick and Mo- is the show Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. It just says like the Rick and Morty logo over a black morph suit. Uh-huh. Um, going to couples therapy with their toxic fandom, <laughs> and it's it's yeah. great. It, it's it it nails everything that is wrong with that dynamic. And too often, I think we like, we're seeing these gigantic toxic aspects of yeah. fandom rearing their ugly head. Like it is it is the the. Uh, Szechuan sauce backlash of Rick and Fuck Morty. That was so dumb. The Did whole I tell thing you was. I, stupid. I went there that day. I went to one of them. Yeah, and I and was like, not at the one in the strip district, but I was. At, I went to uh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that's the one that was supposed to have it, but. And they're like, "Oh, we ran out like as soon as the and, door and opened." People like, like fucking like, rioted. No worries. Like I'll just eat some garbage yeah. food, but like sure. some douchebag looks exactly like you would expect him to look. Yep. I was like, I drove two hours to blah, 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 blah. I'm pissed. I'm calling corporate. And I'm like, sir, sir. It is sauce. Sir, how old are you? It is sauce. It is sauce? It is, do it, I remember being very good? Yes, I do remember being very good. <laughs> do you think that person there has any say over whether or not they have Szechuan sauce? No, none. But no, but it, but it is, it, it, it's... It's it's that it's people demanding that 
that uh, Disney remake The Last Jedi or try to uh, fu- fundraise or crowdfund a, 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 a fan-made remake of The Last Jedi. It's fucking Snyderverse fans review-bombing other films. That's very frustrating. Yeah. It's like all of this fucking toxic bullshit that crops up. And, and then for this to happen now, like for this kind of bullshit to start cropping up, is just another iteration of that kind of horse shit that has no space. It should not have any fucking space in any fandom. Like, fuck being pissed off about a female Thor. Like, get over guys, it. Guys, watch, See how it works in the movie. One, I understand that you feel some kind of ownership over these characters. You don't. You don't them. have you any don't. ownership over them, but you have you, a connection to them. You have them. a connection to them. I, there are certain characters in comics that I feel very connected to. Yeah. I, I Daredevil... <laughs> Because of his depression, I connect to him um, when he became a literal devil that fought for the hand, was not a fan, did not call Marvel and threaten them. No. I waited two years, picked up the next run, and it was fine. <laughs> there you go. Mark Wade came along, and it was it was incredible. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> um <laughs> So I understand you're attached to it, but because they do something with a character does not take away from what you connect to. Same yeah. thing with, like, Ghostbusters. Right. Ghostbusters 1 and 2, like, they're, that is a very important franchise to me as a person. They're, they were forever, like, a part of the fabric of my being. Just Even Indiana Jones, the first three movies, I grew up with those. The fourth movie was fucking garbage. It didn't yeah. change anything about the first three movies. Right. I think that's what some people forget is, like, even if they do something different, they go in a yeah. different direction on those things. That doesn't change the fact that the other thing that you you love is still yeah. unimpacted right over there. It like, happens. You can still go back and watch Ragnarok. <laughs> you can still go back and watch the Avengers movies. You can still go back and watch Thor 1 or, God forbid, The Dark World. Just, like... It, it happens in comics all the time where uh, a Batman writer will, like, ru- fucking happen with Tom King. Tom King's run on Batman, yeah. which I very much enjoyed. I know a lot of people didn't. Um... The next writer didn't care for the changes, so he just ignored them. He just ignored them. It's headcanon, my dudes. Yeah. It's fiction. It's fiction. They're fictional characters. You can all use this to make fan fiction. Your brain is a fan fiction factory. power of imagination. It is you can do whatever you want with that in your own head. But... Like to to immediately lash out at it and to try and use she as a pejorative in yeah. like in the reaction to this is so fucking gross and gatekeepy and mm, it's just it's so fucking frustrating. The idea that like Marvel or Disney or anyone else is beholden to you as a fan and your perception only of these things is so delusional it's weird that when i was growing up i was hesitant to admit that i like comics because i didn't want to be labeled as like a fucking nerd douchebag yeah because at that time like comic book movies weren't even really a th- i mean they were but they weren't they were only just starting to be widely like accepted as a genre yeah like you had you had the handful of batman mm-hmm. movies yeah and then you know eventually you had your you had you had blade you had yeah. you had x-men you had spider-man yeah but you didn't have like but even to like because like i've I still f- kind of feel weird walking into like a toy aisle to like look at the action figures. Which sure. Is, whatever. Um, now I'm hesitant to admit that I'm a comic book fan because of toxic douchebags. Exactly. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. be included in that. 
category. Right. Like I have trouble like I have trouble like wanting to talk to people about Star Wars because yeah. I don't want to get lumped in with that contingent of Star Wars fans. Like, no, I just enjoy this world. I enjoy yeah. like the universe that was created here and the shit that happens. Yes, some of it sucks and is ridiculous, <laughs> but like I'm still enjoying it. I'm still having fun with this. It's still a part of me. And I want to like I don't want that fucking ruined for me or for anyone else because some people feel some toxic level of ownership and entitlement over it. And it's it, ridiculous. No matter what they do with a character you shouldn't be chasing people off of their social media. No. Like, Mm-mm. or fucking with, uh, was it Ahmed Best who played Jar Jar? Oh my God. The, or or, the, the, or the, Jake the... Lloyd. Like, what he, you human slime have attacked a fucking child yeah. for a performance in a movie from 1999. If anything, like, like Jake Lloyd should be, like, do, giving lectures to people about, like, look, like, you motherfuckers fucked my life up yeah. so thoroughly. Yeah. This is what your treatment does. Like, this is what your toxic fandom has the potential to do to people. Fucking don't do this. And, like, I know that, like, for every person out there that, like, had that reaction, yeah. there's some little girl who saw Jane Foster on that screen yeah. and, like, just got fucking right. pumped, like run, like ready to run through a wall, excited, yeah, because they're seeing a woman play this hero, play like playing this yeah. this this god. It's that's exciting for a lot of fucking people, yeah. and I think to shit on that and like try to use the, this gendered take as a pejorative and as yeah. a reason to like dismiss something before you even know before you've even seen the fucking movie like, like my dudes you have how many movies to pick from where you can look like, at it's like, it's nearing fucking 30 it's <laughs> in just the mcu it's nearing like, 30 within the same goddamn movie yeah you still have thor being thor yeah he's right there he's right there they didn't take away your thor boy no don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag. It's not hard. No. Yeah. And like I know this is nothing new. Like we're it but this probably isn't the first time we're gonna have this conversation. No. About <laughs> but uh, I'm also like not gonna point out when f- fans especially if something that I'm also a fan of yeah. are being toxic and shitty. Yeah. Uh you you should and I don't say this to put you down. But ask yourself, why does this matter to you? And speak to a therapist about it. Yeah. Like, think think for a minute, like, why you feel the way you feel about a thing. Feelings are meant to inform you of something. Yeah. Why did you have that feeling? What is being taken from you? What do you think is being taken from you? And then jump in front of a bus. <laughs> And then, have Zoe, and then have Zoe Kravitz kick you off of a roof. <laughs> Our pants will save you. Do not worry. Yeah. But you have to get kicked first. You have to get kicked first. Uh, it, yeah. So that's that. I just I felt like we I felt like we should we should talk about and address that little bit of nonsense. Uh, given we just spent a whole lot of time talking about talking about sexy nonsense. <laughs> uh, we just had but, to kill your boners a little bit. We had to we kill the to bo- we had to kill the boners a little bit. Part like. Emily doesn't show up, so Lydia goes to Chicago's equivalent of 
sorry, their award just slid across the table. <laughs> terrifying. Let's, let's let's take that again. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, did you hear that Sandler's going to reteam with the Safties? I did hear that. I'm pretty excited. I am. I still need to see um, Uncut Gems. Probably one of my favorite movies I've seen in the last couple of years. I mean, I don't know. I'm spoiled at this point because every everything everywhere all at once was just so fucking right. good. I was just thinking about that in the bathroom. I was like, Rakakuni. Ra- ra- am I saying that right? Like that, so, yeah. Like that movie within a movie within a movie, I want to watch. There's the... the... When she gets up on his shoulders. <laughs> the fuck? I, I, I need to watch this army man. I know it's not gonna be as, as good. It's but... not it's not as good, but it's still fun. It's oh, it, like you'll see some of the same DNA in yeah, there. Yeah, Just... like that's that's the the flavor I want. Um did I tell you that I messaged Scott to ask him if he'd watched it yet? No, you didn't. I yeah. was hoping you did. Yeah. Uh he saw it maybe like two days after we did. Nice. And loved it. Uh, we talked about how the uh, the rock scene, like, dead silence. Um, I think our theater, there were, like, titters of laughter, but ev- but for the most part, yeah. everyone shut up. And, like, I don't, I don't think I told you, but there was, like, a couple kids behind me that were, like, ch- chatty. Yeah. And, like, Belinda now knows that, like, I don't mind yelling at people in the theater for talking. Oh, I'll yell at people. And yeah. I, I used to get really anxious about it, but, like, now I'm just, like, don't. But, like, was having a bad day, like, don't, don't, don't. and they were being mm. super obnoxious. But, like even they shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, also, last time I yelled at somebody in the theater, they turned out to be younger than I expected. <laughs> so, um, shut the fuck up. Did I tell you about the, the time that I held back from uh, from uh, telling somebody to shut up in a theater, but I wanted to so deeply and viscerally? It was the second time I saw Black Panther. And uh, somebody at the just as the movie was starting, like the Marvel c- title card was starting to roll, somebody's phone rang, and they answered oh my it. God. They fucking answered it, and it they like they kept talking for like five five to ten minutes on their damn phone through the opening of this fucking what movie. Fuck? Like I was like I was losing my fucking mind because at at the time I'm sitting there next to like my most recent ex. Yeah, you were exes at the time of seeing it. No, like, oh, okay. no, no. Like, we were still together oh, at the time. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and and we're sitting, we're sitting there watching the movie, and I'm thankful that they didn't notice because they would have had just a complete colossal fucking freak right, out. Right. So I'm here, like I am the barrier between like this cha- this chaotic <laughs> mess and that bullshit. <laughs> like I, it took everything in me to like not say something because it would have started a fucking scene. Yeah. And then it, thankfully, it stopped eventually. <laughs> Just like, oh, good lord. The last time I like really bit into a person in a theater was The Quiet Place Two. Really? Their cell phone kept ringing. Mute it. It's the quiet place. Seriously, you're uh, going to attract the monsters. <laughs> and it, it was an it was an older person because the the ring tone was one of like the generic five. Oh sure. Uh, and I boop boop. Wait, y- no, y- that's a Skype one. Something akin to that. Yeah. And I finally was just like, "Will you turn off your phone?" <laughs> and I didn't know like the area. I just like knew the area. So like the one guy like locked eyes with me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Turn off your phone. Turn off your fucking phone in the theater. In the theater. Um, the theater. It Fuck. At least silence it. Seriously, it's not that hard. Like what I just d- happened. <laughs> you just had to get one more in there. I was thinking about like you could, you could hold like a sign, like you know, people wait for somebody at like the airport. Like a, like a, like a sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep your hands free to like. It's one text. nipple holding the sign, yeah. one nipple holding the car door right, open. Right, right. <laughs> just. And you can be like texting on your phone or whatever, whatever you know. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, we did it again. We did it again. We did it again. So, uh, are you are you aware of how we end the episodes? Uh, mostly, I think. No, maybe not. Nope. When, nope, I'm not. <laughs> okay, so, w- <laughs> so we're, we always end with the phrase. Uh, we're sure to razzle dazzle ya, okay. but we always have the guests say the razzle dazzle ya part. So mm-hmm. we're going to lead you in to say that yeah, part okay. again. We should have explained that beforehand, but we're idiots. We've and never also, once in the entire first season. I'm proud to be a part of the group that came before me. 